Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you, so you can do more of it. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five NCAA losses in court. I'm not talking about on a basketball court. I'm talking about in court. Uh, Because I do feel like maybe the most recent one on Friday, it's not going to be their last one, but it's going to be one that should re... um, They need to put a dam in this river and, and put it in a different... And flow it to a different spot. You mean fix the dam, correct yeah. the dam, or build one and like uh, flow, yeah. like re reflow the river to where the population is now because it's just not good. Why now, would you want the population to drown? Well, no, you got to re you like you've seen like they build the pop- dams and the river goes to different spots right, into tributaries. I, listen, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Rivers. Let's put it this way: the dam has broken. Yes, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. Number five. The Alston case, uh, this one uh, was a 9-0 decision in the Supreme Court. And it uh, had to do ultimately with athlete athlete competition and the NCAA's ability to restrict it uh, and make money off of athletes without sharing in that profit. And it was 9-0 in the Supreme Court. And for those of you who are not Supreme Court buffs, and I don't blame you if you're not, but historically, 9-0 is only reserved for cases that probably shouldn't have gotten that far. Uh, and that the Supreme Court is telling you from especially the Supreme Court we have now, which have six judges that think one way and three that think another way. And there's not a lot of, you know, crossover like there would be normally for all nine of them to be in complete agreement. And there be no dissenting opinion shows you how bad of a case this was. Yeah, yeah. shut out. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what the other four are because this is to me is the I biggest one like that they faced uh, yeah. and has changed everything f- to the way that we've seen it now, basically. So yeah, this was huge, and uh, without this, I mean, we're we're back in a, a different era of college football. So yeah, this was a was a huge huge deal back in uh, I guess was that a couple years ago now yeah. at this point. Um, and the one number four that set this up would have been the O'Bannon case. 
where Ed O'Bannon's picture was on the cover of the NCAA basketball game from EA Sports. And at no point did the NCAA think like, hey, uh, maybe we should let Ed O'Bannon have a little cut of this. Like, not even, it's not even about the players in the game so you much. You think they even the asked surface. permission to use his picture? Like, he's the guy who's on the cover of the thing. And I, I like, this is, this is kind of a non sequitur here, or a not, but a weird segue. But when I was at college, uh, there was a girl that we knew that her picture was on the cover of a Girls Gone Wild video, which obviously she did not want her parents to see. And they did not ask her permission to use that in the distribution. And she won uh, a smaller lawsuit against Girls Gone Wild, an equally stupid organization as the NCAA. But uh, the O'Bannon lawsuit's kind of what opened this up uh, here in the last few years. Of course, it's been five, six years since that decision and the slow burn and the kind of things like, oh, we're going to give you this much money a semester that you can have when you graduate was like, all right, well, that is... You're only doing that because you've been made to. But O'Bannon opened the door for Austin, which is why I listed Austin last. And we're going to kind of hop around here to, to the, the, the distant past and the, the recent uh, here in the next three. Yeah, the, uh, the whole girl go, Girls Gone Wild thing. I mean, they got shut down by lawsuits, did it yeah. not, basically? I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, of all different sorts, I guess. Um, but, yeah, O'Bannon was uh, – that's got to be mentioned right there with Austin as far as – uh, helping us lead or helping lead us down this path to where we are now and all the different judgments against the NCAA. I mean, Austin and O'Bannon, I would imagine that gives NCAA folks nightmares when they hear those names because, uh, yeah, they, they've got this ball rolling. And uh, if Ed O'Bannon doesn't decide to take action, I mean, where are we now if he doesn't do that? I'm sure at some point somebody else would have, but uh, he'll forever be attached. I mean, I, I knew him as the UCLA basketball yep. player, but um, I think everybody now knows him as – the guy, if not uh, the, the top name, uh, along with Austin, but maybe even more so, that really got uh, all this stirring uh, as far as the uh, changes go. So, yeah. I thought that was a long, long time ago. Well, it actually was in 2015, nine years ago, but I thought it was even deeper than that, like an extra five or ten years even earlier. But 2015 O'Bannon, 2021 was Austin. Yes, Number three, this one is way back, NCAA versus Board of Regents. This is the Georgia and Oklahoma Board of Regents in 1984, where they challenged the NCAA on their TV rights. And this, if I'm really going back, like when I was looking at this and, and thinking about all the different lawsuits, the NCAA had a great, for a long time, they had a great record, you know, where they'd win lawsuits. They'd win them or like the, you know, if they had to make a concession, it was, it was pretty small. But this is the one, and I do think that this is the one that lawyers post this have studied on how to get them and how they probably got them and everything else. But they were challenged because OU and Georgia particularly felt that the NCAA was restricting their ability to make money off their own TV rights and that the TV rights should go to market. And now we have a college athletics where TV runs the whole thing, and that is because of this right here. I thought this would be one. Um, and so. it's hard not to have Austin and that's what <laughs> yeah. Craig said O'Bannon and all. All right, these yeah, next I mean, two—they're all, they're uh, all big deals. This was the one that, to me, was when you have the uh, the house and it was the one piece of wood that or or brick. This is the one that set everything up. Well, this changed all the TV side of things. Yeah. I mean, this is why we have the Pac-12 dying, basically. Uh, you know, like as far as it was pretty well set up, and, and then they allowed the freedom for an Oklahoma with its brand to go out and negotiate its own TV deals. And 
um, once you uh, kind of open that door, it was a free for all, and uh, certainly television has only grown to the point now where they're basically the ones in charge, uh, right? So, uh, yeah, we can kind of thank and uh, thank this one for the TV money becoming what it eventually became. But uh, yeah, this is a, a major fork in the road for the NCAA, and if uh, Oklahoma and, and Georgia. Uh, don't take action, then uh, who knows? I mean, it could be one of those things like any of these others of like eventually somebody would have, but it's like, okay, but for how long? How long would it have taken? Would it have worked out the same? And, and yeah, this one right here is th- – this might be the one that everybody, uh, especially of an older persuasion, points to as far as like the real change in, in the money in college football. Yep. Number two, uh, just recently, Raekwon Battle and uh, his his ability to to transfer without uh, without restriction. Uh, that one came down, and it was pretty fast. Like um, the like I remember just reading about it. The the court hearing wasn't even that long. I mean, so th- they've got to start. And and I just it, this one, and then the next one, which is uh, is going to be kind of obvious to you guys. But this one, they got to think about. How many millions have they poured out on billable hours that could have just said, "Look, here, guys, you can have this." Yeah, oh, well, I mean, like, right. the, I mean, it's, again, it's but that's what powerful companies do. Yes. They want to, they want to, attorney or lawyer sue you to death or appeal to death because you're going to run out of gas and you're just going to give up or you're just going to overwhelmed. But no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it, this one, this one here um, was the first one, like. All the legs have been kind of knocked out slowly from the, the three-legged NGO. stool. Yeah, the, the stool, and this was the the probably the second leg that's been knocked out of. Like, okay, well, we don't want you to transfer more than this many times, or you can't do this, or you have to sit out, or here's the rules. And then basically, the court said, "Nope, you can't. You can't restrict them from doing what they want to do." Yeah, I mean that's that's America. That's that's the law, and uh, I can appreciate that and respect it. Um, don't love it as a fan, the unlimited transfers. But if there's not an argument against it, then you got to do the right thing, which was uh, ruling in favor of Raekwon Battle among others here. But uh, yeah, this is great for the athletes. Like every single other decision that's been made, basically, uh, other than maybe some realignment decisions as far as travel goes. Although the compensation for that travel is greater than it's ever been, um, so you. Yeah, this one here, I don't know we've quite seen the extent of how much floodwater is rolling through the gates yet because now, um, you know, it's it's just going to only become more and more popular. I mean, there's there's no rules now. So uh, you're going to see transfers uh, probably either remain as is where it's like an average of three schools per average player uh, and maybe even more, I don't know. But this was a, a big one for the athletes for sure, and – uh, I think it's the right choice. I just I don't know if it's great for the game that it's going to allow so much moving around. Um, but we'll see. Maybe it has no effect whatsoever. Yeah. Number one, and this is the one that I think was the uh, the shotgun to the to the dying dog here is Tennessee and Virginia antitrust suit that we just heard. This thing didn't have. This did not take long to get there. No, I mean, and basically, look, the NCAA has been about. One consent, like through every lawsuit and every rule change and everything they've ever done, the one bastion that they've held on to this entire time is recruiting inducements are illegal. We cannot have recruiting inducements. That is something that is the bridge too far for us. We cannot do it. And basically what they've been told right here is any of their rules involving name, image, and likeness are unenforceable right now 
And that probably means they're unenforceable into the future, which means that recruiting inducements, guess what, are legal. So because of that, the one thing that they've been standing on for so long has been absolutely taken out from under them. And I don't know if they'll ever be able to enforce that in any real way based on what we saw from just this preliminary decision about this. And I don't even know if they should fight this case for a long term because if they're going to lose, they just need to use this as the, okay, we are dead in our old form. How can we rise from the ashes as something that makes sense and doesn't spend most of its time in court? Yeah, it was a it was a blow for the NCAA, which you wonder how many more they can take at this point. I mean, it seems like they should have been knocked out a couple of different times over the years, but here they are, still taking major blows to the head, and and this one uh, was certainly a haymaker. Uh, just to what extent are they going to be able to get up at the at the t- you know nine this time around? They they keep getting up, but at some point you just wonder how much more they can withstand, and so that was a. A huge win for Tennessee and uh, Virginia also attached to that as well. And I don't think we quite understand exactly what this is going to mean moving forward uh, because we're just wrapping our heads around the results themselves. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's basically no restrictions on really anything uh, whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, let's see what all this looks like, I guess, moving forward. I mean, we kind of got a taste of it with the transfer portal and that being new, and that's been fine uh, for the most part. I don't think there's anything that's like ruined the sport necessarily. Some will argue otherwise. Uh, we've seen NIL. It didn't ruin the sport. Some will argue otherwise. But I don't know. I still love it all pretty much the same. Um, I do wish there were you know, some standard regulations, but you've got to determine what's even enforceable. And obviously none of the stuff that's being fought over is enforceable, so you can't make them rules. So where, where do you turn now if you're the NCAA to try and – and shape this game in the image that you want it because you can't seem to establish anything concrete uh, without getting sued and losing that battle. So I think they're losing battles they deserve to lose or should lose. I know it's kind of uh, jarring to see what all's changing and how quickly it's changing, but uh, nobody to to blame but themselves. And in the case of a you know Raekwon battle and guys transferring, I don't love seeing players on third and fourth schools, but I think in specific cases like his or others where there's you know, family issues or mental health issues or whatever the case may be, those don't need to be brushed to the side of like, oh, well, okay, whatever. Uh, no, you're going to still have to sit. I mean, that that is something that probably should have changed and, and being more open-minded towards the athletes. So they're definitely uh, the courts and, and the people in charge, uh, not the NCAA, but elsewhere, certainly in favor of the athletes. And that's why they're picking up win after win after win after win, and the wins don't seem like they're going to stop anytime soon. But I don't know how many more battles there are to fight at this point. Uh, I think they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of like the, they need to throw in the white towel. Raekwon battle, I guess, well, he went to Texas, right, with the hook em horn sign? No. No, no. I, I know that. <laughs> All right. That's not the right way anyway. Remember. It's <laughs> more of an H-Town thing. Oh, it is. You're right. Uh, look at Garrett saying, yep. Jonathan Skirmetti, who joined our show. I remember the attorney general in Tennessee. We had him on, and I had a couple of people actually tell me, why did you have him on? There's no way they win this case in less than, what, two weeks later? I mean, like, so? he's like, they're at a point where not only did he, he probably win this thing, but the NCAA has to be really thinking about whether it's worth them continuing this. Oh, I agree. Well, I, I mean, agree. like, do, is it worth it us continuing? And then right now it's just an injunction where you can't enforce the rules, but later on it is going to be like a gavel. Well, imagine if you're Charlie Baker. Yeah. You walk into a door and, you know, it was already a little shaky and now the whole damn thing is basically like almost one of those houses on the West Coast in, in California. It might off, come off the cliff at any moment. Ben DeJet, 
You're really skipping over that GGW Girls Gone Wild story a little bit too quick, Paul. <laughs> I had thought about Girls so Gone you knew, Wild you in knew like Becky? 23 years. No, so um, you didn't? I'll, I'll, no, I, yes, I do. So there was a girl, she was in like the friend group that, you know, in college you have like, if you have a party at your house, there's like little pockets of friends that like all show up together. Well, she was in a pocket of friend, and you've met my, my roommate, Stacy. You met him. Uh, he was friends. She was friends with Stacy. I and, asked you if you'd met if yes. you knew her i did so yes i did know her and then all of a sudden this comes out and you can see it at every video store in tallahassee with this girl on the cover and um so i mean he bought a few copies and i cannot confirm or deny of having seen it but i do know that she was on the cover did you sign one of the copies or did, did she uh well she was not happy that he got oh, them okay. okay so it was she did not shocking that stacy's not that kind of guy <laughs> yeah all yeah, right. a, lot of, a lot of moms rolling around right now that were on Girls Gone Wild. That would, would love for those <laughs> yeah. tapes to never see the light. Yeah, of Emery's day. over there on Google right now. <laughs> yeah, does Emery, do you know what Girls Gone Wild is? <laughs> heard of it? Yeah, there was a, the used to be a commercial C- every night. The CEO was a guy named Joe Francis, who was like the creepiest yeah. dude in the world, yeah. obviously because of what he did. And you just knew, like, he would do these national interviews. And you're like, man, this guy, it's gonna, he's gonna fall. Oh, it's hard. gonna be a fall from grace. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna fall well, hard. Not a bad campus to start with, right? Yeah. It, 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 that, it was Mardi Gras. Well, I think, well that's it? where they got yeah, her at Mardi Gras. Right. She wasn't yeah. on campus. Yeah, they got right. Mardi Gras. Little did we know that would be like the tamest thing attainable for teenagers <laughs> now. Like that's you like know, nothing. Florida State is a bunch of attention whores i'm telling you yeah, like, i mean yes i don't mean no, i'm not i'm not, not i'm not look i i do this for a living i mean so God, if i Florida mean state is mentioned daily yeah for being just constantly angry or in this case all right thank you emory winter and jack mckenzie garrett ross our chat room today was lively and even the text line one someone reached out to me uh about three, two or three weeks ago needing help on the premium section Glad that's been fixed. Thanks to Paul Catalina and Craig Smoke, our amazing sponsors. We're back at it again tomorrow. Sports Tonight, 365 Sports Tonight at 1030 on the local CW. I'm David Smoke. Good night. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.